Hey, my name is Russ, and you're listening to the Russ Rants Podcast. It's a show about a lot of nothing, and yet a whole lot of something at the same time. It could be about what generally infuriates me, current events, or just whatever comes to the top of my head. Either way, I am excited that you're here with us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get on to the rant. Okay, so we got a lot to cover because um, I have something on my mind now, and I will preface uh, by the title of this episode, you probably think this is going to be like another Avengers-esque episode where I'm going to talk about my thoughts on the show, going to kind of dissect my thoughts and go over spoilers. I'm not actually. Um, We are going to talk about some Game of Thrones, but not in the way, so if you're like, oh, just like... I don't want to hear or talk about this. I haven't seen it yet, so don't spoil it for me. Or I'm not into that show. Or I wasn't really into your podcast last week about the Avengers. That's totally cool. Because thankfully, this has not a lot to do with it. But it did kind of spark a topic about the show Game of Thrones. Did spark my interest. And I would be curious to what you think about it. Welcome to the Restaurants Podcast. We're on episode 13. So stoked that you're with us. And as always, as, as always... Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for your encouragements. It's been so much fun to still read texts occasionally, uh, see some stuff uh, on my social media, direct messaging, and people in person telling me that you've been listening to the podcast and you're enjoying it. That means the world to me, as you know. I'm a words guy. The five love languages. My top one is words of affirmation. And I appreciate it. So super, super duper excited. Uh, I will say this, though, really quickly before we move forward, um, that I did hear, you know, I I have my analytics on my my page for my podcast, and I do take your guys' feedback very seriously. And many of you guys, I reached out to people that I trust, people that I know would give me their honest opinion when I asked them, hey, you know, I saw that my, my listener total did drop. For the last podcast. Now, that's not a big deal because thankfully I'm not into the the podcasting uh, for the views, although you're not viewing this, for the listens, for the subscriptions, uh, for the plays. Uh, That's thankfully not what I'm here for. I'm here for me. I've stated that often that this is something that I feel I should be doing. I'm glad that you guys are getting some value from it. I'm glad that you guys like listening me to ramble, uh, like listening to me rambling and ranting uh, for a few minutes uh, every week. It's humbling. But I did notice that the drop happened with the Avengers. So some people, I asked them, I said, hey, what did you think about the podcast I had my friend on? Uh, It was a really fun time, but I noticed that it dropped. There was interest considerably dropped. And you know what they said? A few things I thought was pretty, pretty important. So I have paid attention. I have listened. Uh, One, the length wasn't too bad, but an hour is a long time. There are a lot of famous podcasts out there. I am not one of them, but they, they're okay with the hour-long podcast. They're good for road trips and stuff like that. But some people said that they like my short blips. They like the shorter stuff getting to the point. I've listened to that. So, and I, I actually find it more refreshing, too. I've got a family. As you guys know, I've got three beautiful young children. I've got a wife. And, uh, you know, we, we have a life. And this podcast thing is an awesome hobby. Uh, but it can be time-consuming with editing and stuff like that. So I don't mind the short 30 to 30, uh, 30 to 30. 30 to 40 minute uh, episodes. It's good for me. Hopefully it's good for you. Nice little shot in the arm or a little thought to ponder for the day. So I did pay attention to that. Secondly, so there was some comments that, you know what, you appreciated what I was trying to do, kind of branching out and, and talking about movies, but 
they, <laughs> it's funny. People are like, you know, I actually just enjoyed you talking about you or some of the thoughts you had. It's good thoughts to ponder. Didn't really care about the movie stuff. There wasn't a lot of value for me in that. Now, that's being said, I absolutely loved having my good friend Dave on the podcast. It was marvelous. I did inform him. We, he, he and I go way, way back. There's a lot of other things I think that he would have some really good takes on. So we are going to try to have him back on the show. I would love you guys to also see him in his other elements, not just about uh, cinema. And we do have Lyndon, my youngest brother, is going to come on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about his uh, his past his present and what's looking like in the future. Why is that important? Because that young man at the age of 14 years old had a subscriber base on YouTube of just about 20,000 people. And I think that's a story that a lot of people should listen to because a, I know that there's a, you know, it's YouTubing is a thing and you know, it's a real actual viable career option. And um, you know, he didn't, he did his fan base, his fan base got up there without him even thinking it was a career option. So really crazy, crazy and cool stuff coming up down the road but i did listen to your guys's feedback i appreciate it we're going to try to narrow our focus a little bit now i clapped yes i did now on to today's topic what's going on in the world right now that's not what this podcast is it's not a current events review it's instead about thoughts that cross my mind and i throw at you because it's a very selfish way of me saying you know my value is to like you know push the envelope it's to throw you know Thoughts at you guys and self-reflection. Yeah, I know. It, it's It's been done before, but that's okay. You're listening to it because you like me. So the thing that I've noticed lately is there's this little show, this little unknown show called Game of Thrones, okay? And people who are into the show are very passionate about the show. They love the story. It's brutal. I, I do know this about Game of Thrones. There's a lot of sex. There's a lot of violence. There's some pretty intriguing characters, a lot of villains you love to hate, a lot of heroes that you're always rooting for and always get the short end of the stick. You've got your underdogs, you've got your spoiled brats, you've got your plot twists, you've got your darkness, you've got your light, you got your evil, you got your right. I could be a rapper. Anyways, so you've got a lot of elements to this show. It's gone on, I believe, for eight years, I think. And I'm sorry if I'm getting some stuff wrong. I don't watch the show. I actually don't. I, I probably will never watch Game of Thrones. I'm not a real big TV guy. And some of you guys that are now breathing a sigh of relief, oh, thank God, I was really worried that Russell was going to go down the path where he reviews film and reviews shows. No, I'm not, I'm not nearly as talented about that. But if you are interested in stuff like that, I highly recommend Adnan Verk's cinephile podcast that is coming back this summer. He's a hero of mine, Adnan Verk, formerly of ESPN, now of DAZN. Anyways... Uh, no, this is not about a TV show uh, synopsis. This is about a thought, okay? So if you haven't heard, if you've been living under a rock or you don't go on social media very often, that's okay. I'm flattered. If I'm your window into that world, no problemo. The Restaurants Podcast can be your small little keyhole window. I'm pretty limited myself. This this show has, I it has very polarizing reviews. I'm not going to say that it is a disappointing final season because those are just opinions. Some people are okay with it. Uh, they, some of the people thought, well, these characters, you know, have a will of their own. The 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 stories that George R. R. Martin has come up with. He's the author of the Game of Thrones books. 
the stories that he's come up with are just so unpredictable. This is kind of par for the course. Okay, so there's some true fans that are like, you know, this is you know, this is what Game of Thrones is. It's it's disappointment, it's heartbreak, but it's also joy, you know, craziness. And then you've got your like hardcore. I wanted a perfect ending. I expected more. I expected better character arcs. I expected better results. I expected them to stay true to their character. That was definitely a big critique. Is that a lot of diehard fans felt that characters that they had grown to love and watch over the years who had survived because if you if you know game of thrones it's like killing off their main characters is a thing just like the walking dead it's just a, it's just become a thing if you get attached to a, a character you should definitely not do that and distance yourself from the rest because someone's gonna die and you're gonna feel heartbroken okay so you know it's it's in a long time too and this is a long time running show game of thrones it's not two seasons three seasons i think it's eight seasons or whatever um, eight plus at least. And so this final season has been all over social media. It's literally on my Twitter feed. Uh, it, it, Russ Rants, number one, by the way. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. There's so many people just passionately hating on it. You know, you've got people just dumping on it left, right, and center. You've got other people defending it. It's it's crazy right now. It's so polarizing. And, um, you know, I, again, I don't watch the show, but I thought it was very interesting to see people's reactions. And why is this on the restaurant's thought today? Why is this at the forefront, especially if I don't watch the show? I'm never going to watch the show. Paul is threatening of watching the show. I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys because, yes, I did catch wind of some of the main spoilers and why people are outraged. I'm not going to do that. This is not a spoilers warning at all. Thankfully, this is just a podcast about something related to this issue. So the main part of this is that with all the fan uproar, people have actually begun an outcry for a rewriting. I'm not even, I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. This show, there's a petition right now online. As of two days ago, I have not seen updated numbers. As of two days ago, there's a petition of over a million signatures to have the writers rewrite and redo the episodes or the content of the show to resolve it more satisfactorily to the hardcore passionate or in this case vocal we don't know if that's a minority or majority fan base uh, but to rewrite it to their liking okay crazy stuff and you've got like sophie turner uh she plays uh sansa stark is that who she plays i don't know she's married to joe jonas now but you know you got sophie turner um saying that it's it's disrespectful you've got jason momoa on instagram uh shaking his head and swearing an awful lot about the ending of the show but you know kind of still representing it being like guys really this you shouldn't, you know, bad talk it. It's, 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 it's a big deal. You know, that we, we, we hit, we finish strong, you know, it's a great show. It's a great series. Don't dump on it. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Okay. And this got me thinking, I was scrolling through Facebook. So a different, you know, social media platform and my good buddy who I'm going to give a shout out to, because seriously, this guy is one of the most underrated hard workers. I, I talk about this all the time. I don't know about all the time, but I talk about this often is about chasing your dreams, being passionate about who you are, trying your best and taking your shot. You know, don't get discouraged about the, the little things. I myself, this podcast is just bits and pieces trying to get out there, trying to make this world a better place, trying to give you guys positive thought. It's not going to, you know, shake the world, but maybe I can have a little bit of impact on some people. It's about being your best, not the best that other people want you to be. It's about being your best. And so this gentleman, Mr. Josh Rose, a childhood friend of mine, we don't hang out. Uh, it sounds so bad. A childhood friend of mine, we don't hang out anymore. Uh, no, it's just life has taken us in different directions. But this man 
has always we grew up together in a small town called Tabor, Alberta. He loved he actually might have been the reason why I kind of got into comics and, and comic book characters. But this dude loves his comics, loves his comic book characters. He always, always loved going over to his house as a kid and playing with his Batman toys, um, Spider-Man toys. This dude was the bee's knees. He still is a very cool cat. And he has worked his way. Because I remember he was going to school, I believe, for, oh, forgive me, Josh, I think you were going to school for mechanical engineering, maybe power engineering. And this gentleman is now the books editor at the company Rogue's Portal. Uh, I've always uh, uh, heard of one of his main comics. I think it's Ulrich of the Great White North. Ulrich? Ulrich? Of the Great White North. You can check it out, Rogue's Portal on Facebook. They've got themselves a group page. Uh, basically a very cool company. Does a lot of stuff here. I'm, I'm looking at their website right now. That's R-O-G-U-E-S portal.com. Definitely encourage you to go there. But he's the books editor for these guys. He's worked very hard uh, creating content. And uh, huge props to him. You know, he's doing what he loves. And he's making his name known. And he's pioneering more and more Canadian comics, which I'm always a fan of. You know, being a Canadian myself, really proud of that aspect. But he said something very interesting. And it was uh, it was on May 19th, so a few days ago, and it was during, again, all this uproar. The final episode has just aired, um, you know, and I think this was maybe, maybe even before then. Um, maybe it was after, but he, he voiced this on Facebook, May 19th. This is his words, and I quote Josh Rose, uh, books editor of Rogue's Portal. Didn't like the ending of Game of Thrones? Tough luck. Not everyone gets to have their perfect TV show. How entitled do you have to be to feel like you deserve to have shows, books, and movies catered to you? Feel free to write your fanfic and make your own stories. It's art, and the viewer shouldn't tell the creator how to do it. Otherwise, you're getting something worse. Last thing we need is more cooks in the kitchen, so take your petitions and shove them. Now, at first reading, you're like, dang, man, like, don't get so emotional about all this. This is you know, pretty strong words. Is this an overreaction? You know, why are you, you know, why are you being so, so negative? But if you take a step back and you see what this gentleman is doing for a living, you know, he's invested in art. He's a books editor. He's in the creative process itself. He's a writer. He is a writer. I know he is a writer, and I know I know that he's had a, a, a good hand in Rogue's Portal, and he's doing some good stuff over there, like I mentioned. So he understands the whole concept of the creation is at the will and whimsy of the creator. It would never have happened if not for the creator. And, you know, for example, George R.R. R. Martin, you might not like his writing style. People were really bummed out that this gentleman who wrote these books on his own, then they, you know, got discovered and the show started is that he ran behind. He had to constantly catch up to write new content for the shows because the shows finally caught up to him. And he hadn't written books yet. And people were upset about that. They're like, oh, George R.R. R. Martin, come on, dude. Like, you, you got to work faster. And, you know, and then, you know, it, it, this gentleman, though, created Game of Thrones. You know, if if not, we wouldn't have the show. If George R.R. R. Martin didn't exist, we wouldn't have Game of Thrones. He was the creator. And so... I kind of agree, to be honest, I agree with Josh in that you can be upset, no problem. You can be passionate, no problem. That's that's excellent. It means that art has made you react to something emotionally. Art has has has, has brought without you know outside uh, of you uh, these these feelings and emotions. It's caused you to feel an outward reaction. That's cool. That's 
art, that means art is successful. It means that this creation was successful and that it provoked thought and emotion from you. But I agree with Josh in that the right to have the ending you want, the right, the entitlement to have your satisfactory ending is not valid. You, you can voice, now I do, I do think, you know, freedom of speech, no problem. You, you, can, you can be passionate and say, you know, I would have done it differently. That's cool. That's called an opinion. That's adding value to, uh, to a conversation. I'm not against that. But openly now trying to change it, openly now saying, you know, <laughs> uh, openly saying we're going to get a million people plus, we're going to keep this petition online and encourage people to sign it to change what the writers of the show and George R.R. R. Martin have painstakingly constructed and worked at and the actors that have invested their time in these characters as well, the production crews, the staff members, the directors, we're going to actively now petition to change what they literally have just produced. I do think that that's wrong. Because it's not yours to change. It was never yours to change. We were, you know, I, again, I don't speak from experience of watching the shows, but a lot of my friends have watched it from the very beginning. I believe it started in 2010. Uh, maybe uh, maybe new uh, uh, 2011. I actually can remember to the day how I first heard of Game of Thrones. You guys ready for this? Let me just see here. The movie I went to go see in theaters... Let's go here. I got this. Don't, this is related, I swear, but it's just it just gives me a little bit more validation in my memory, okay? I'm a little insecure. Perfect. Okay, so it was early 2011 uh, because I was actually going to go see a show in Regina when I was going to post-secondary. I was in Regina going to a movie theater to watch the movie Anonymous, which is a story about the playwright, you know, Ben Johnson, and I don't know. I'm reading the description. I'm cheating. It's It's basically about this guy who... You know, there's a rumor or something that Shakespeare wasn't responsible for his writings that this count or this emperor dude, I don't know, uh, wrote it. It was actually a pretty good movie. Uh, anyways, I remember sitting down, not even knowing what this movie was about, Anonymous, and sitting there, and I was talking to my good friend, Dustin Williamson, who we are going to have on the show as well. He's uh, um, uh, He is a game designer at EA, so we're going to get him on the show here in a few weeks, I hope. Um, he's got some really good stuff I, I think he'll be good to touch on as well. And he'll probably talk about this, honestly, in, in regards to expectations and entitlement. But, you know, we I sat down and I said, you know, what are you watching lately? And he talked about a show that he and his brother was into called a show called Game of Thrones. That's that's the first time I heard about it. So it's 2011, right? That's That's eight years ago. That's a long time. And again... We're grateful that this show has happened. You've grown with these people. Are you not grateful that you at least got to experience these emotions? You got to see the ups and downs, the, oh, I remember when so-and-so killed so-and-so, or oh, I remember when this happened. You know, you know the, the, the crazy stuff, those emotions are still there, and you got to experience that because you got to be along for the ride, but I don't think that gives you a right to now say, this wasn't what I was hoping for. I want and expect different and not just being walking away with disappointment because if you can walk away as an adult, you can walk away and say, all right, it wasn't what I, I thought. I voiced my opinion. I'm frustrated, a little bit dissatisfied, but overall I can still appreciate the art. One of the main things that I've heard on social media about this show is the cinematography. It's beautiful. And I've seen some of the shots being, you know, uh, circulating the internet. It's, it's gorgeous. It's amazing. Some of the art that even the cinematographers have done and the directors have done for these shots, you know, content aside, uh, you know, plot and, and script aside, these, this is beautiful. This is great work. You know, 
but when the the line is crossed is when you now say it doesn't meet my expectations, but it was not my creation. But I'm still going to force my hand. I'm still going to let my voice be heard. Not only that, I'm actually going to put out a petition. I say I draw the line. Life is is all about this, actually. It, it's not all about it, but it, it's a big part is oftentimes we can be scared. Well, that's my phone. Oftentimes we can be scared of creating something or investing in something we've created for the fear that it eventually will lose us or we will lose it and other people will take it over. Have you ever had that happen? I'm going to let you think for a moment. I, I, I'm honestly, on my end too, I, I've been thinking throughout the day, trying to think, has there been a time where I've stepped out and done something and then other people have tried to shape it and mold it uh, and, and, it's, and it's not been what I envisioned? It happens all the time in movies for sure. Um, I'm sure it happens all the times in careers. You know, people, I've been lucky, I would say blessed, where... I've been invested in and poured into and empowered more often than not in, in my years of employment. Even in school, you know, people believed in me. I, I got to drum. I got to try to write my own uh, drum music. I, I was never shut down for being who I was. But yet you think about the people. You know, my, my wife uh, watches this show called, what is it called? Um, oh, man, it's about these dancers. Dang, I, I'm so sorry, guys. I don't watch these shows, these reality shows, but it's like these group of moms. Dance moms? Is that what it is? Dance moms? Maybe it's just as simple as that. Dance moms or something like that. And it's about these moms who go to this very prestigious dance studio, and their daughters are are investing serious time, serious hours into these dance routines. And they go to these competitions all across the United States. And it's very, you know, you know th these, these shows are amazing, right? Their directors make so much drama out of nothing where the music intensifies and the competition's over. And they're waiting to hear their name called to see if they won an award for these dance re rehearsals. And these, these girls, like there's these little all-stars. I don't know if they're six or eight years old. And these older ones that are like 12, 13. But they're very young still. And perfection is demanded of them. There's such high expectations. And the moms are wanting what's best for their daughters. And they're barking at this dance instructor who's very famous, apparently, and in illegal trouble. No idea. You'd think that I watch it. I'm unfortunately, I've had to cross the living room a few times and, you know, peek over the TV and see this dance mom's TV show. But my point is that I kind of feel that there's a very fine line between you now manipulating the creation of someone else for your pleasure and letting someone else's creation blossom into truly what their creation was meant to be. I'm sorry if that's a little bit of a convoluted statement, but again, I think that there's a fine line that I'm trying to draw for you is that life, I think, personally, what I take from the Game of Thrones thing even is that there are entitled people out there that will try to take something that you've invested in, that you've built, that you've colored, that you've drawn, that you've concocted from scratch. And there are going to be people out there that are going to try to twist it. Or there are going to be people out there that are going to try to take it and turn it into something that you never meant it to be. You know, it, it's funny. I never watched the movie. My brothers, though, are very good at relaying to me facts. You would think I hate movies or shows because I'm always saying that other people tell me about them and I never watch them. I'm serious, guys. Unless it's something I really want to watch, I don't watch a movie, and if, I, I really don't watch TV shows. I'm really sorry if we've we've lost friendship there, if we're friends off now. I hope you still like me, but it's just not something I'm into. But, you know, my, my, my brothers have done a really good job. There was the movie The Social Network, right? It is about Mark Zuckerberg, the creation of Facebook. And they talk about, um, you know, 
Oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, but the lead actor, shoot, it's okay. Typically, I'm pretty good at this. And that's not Andy Samberg. It's all good. Um, anyways, Jesse Eisenberg. Thank you. Uh, he plays Zuckerberg. Very good actor. Very good actor. I really, really enjoy him. Um, and then Andrew Garfield, who was the very short Amazing Spider-Man, the very short tenured uh, Amazing Spider-Man movies, uh, plays like his friend or partner. And just through a series of different events, they buy him out and basically trick him out of Facebook. And, it, it, you know, then Facebook blows up and this guy's left with next to nothing. He was Zuckerberg's friend slash partner, I guess. And, but, the, the you know, that story was how some people differed on what Facebook should be. And Zuckerberg felt that it could be this big thing. And in anything that's beautiful and created is pushed and there's going to be people that are polarized steve jobs knew what he wanted apple or macintosh to be and man he was not an easy guy to work for he ruffled feathers he was a terrible personality sometimes he was very demanding uh, almost verbally abusive i believe i've read um to some of his staff you know very passionate but again maybe his back was against the wall maybe people were trying to take something that he created it would not be there if not for me um you know and you know, maybe he had to fight back. And that's kind of where I'm sitting here with Game of Thrones. I, I thought about it. I'm like, well, let's let's think into the future. What if the Russ Rants podcast did become something more? What if I was blessed enough where sponsors felt that I represented their brand well, listening, you know, power was strong, had a good audience, and let's say sponsors got involved, but then they started to try to tell me what my content could be or how long or how short my podcast could be or how many guests I had to or could not have on the show every month or every week. And what if it just slowly turned into this collective thing and eventually the restaurants podcast barely involved me? It would, wouldn't that sound bizarre? Right? You know, the restaurants podcast with your host, Johnny, you know, it just sounds backwards. And yet we've seen that in TV shows. We've, we've heard about CEOs of companies getting kicked out. I mean, it's it's funny. It's one that I read up on. it. Now, this was for different reasons, okay? I'm not endorsing any of these individuals. Uh, but Lululemon, the creator, the, the, the creator and the owner of, of, of Lululemon got kicked out of his own company. Uh, the board of directors fired him because of, uh, well, a lot of things. And you can look it up yourself. I'm not going to dive into that. But my point is... That this is an everyday occurrence where sometimes, now, again, I'm not endorsing Lululemon. I'm just saying that that's an instance where someone who created something was then ousted from something he created. You know, Lululemon would not be here if not for that gentleman. Um, and am I endorsing the things that he did? And am I thinking his board of directors was wrong to fire him? No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that it's an interesting dynamic to think about. The creator getting his creation taken away by people who were enjoying and thus felt like they owned or were entitled to their say in the creation. That's a touchy issue. It's tough. And I'm friends with a lot of artistic people. I'm very blessed to be friends with a lot of artistic people. They are passionate about their projects. They are passionate about what they produce, the content they put out there, the, the, the product that they are displaying because their name's on it. They're very passionate. And sometimes the temptation can be to give in. The temptation can be, you know, you're right. You know, the majority doesn't like the way that we settled. For example, Game of Thrones. What if they give in? I don't think they will. But it's a viable question to ask. What What if, you know, the, the writers and the directors and, you know, I don't know, HBO or whatever gives in and, and, and looks at each other and says, you know, if we end stronger, maybe this makes us more money or it'll just be better remembered, you know. But instead you have... 
You know, what if they, well, I'll camp there for a second. What if they actually did stop it? What if they did change it? How would you feel? I don't know about you. I mean, again, I don't watch the show, but maybe some of you would be like, please change it. But now after you've watched the actual ending they wanted, wouldn't you feel a little cheap? Maybe just a little bit. If you don't, then I don't know if you have issues or whatever, but I would feel a little cheap. I'd feel like, well, I know what their actual intention was. And now we've gotten them to rewrite it and produce it. I, I don't, this isn't the true ending. I don't, this is like a fairy tale ending. And that's oftentimes what can happen. And now we can reverse that whole paradigm. Okay, I'm going to flip it on the people that are a little entitled. Now this can, this is, I'm not picking on anybody. This is a rant. This is a Russ Rants. Thank God I put it, the name in the title, okay? It's a little bit of a caveat. It's a disclaimer. You're going to get Russell's opinion from time to time. I, I'm trying to be my best in being objective and, and playing both sides, devil's advocate. Yes, you know, one person, I guess I could camp there really quickly then, is what if the art truly is sacred and people have now defamed it or disrespected it or done it wrong? I, again, would argue that it's the creator's sole right because they created it. If I make this immaculate statue and it's enshrined in, in the museum and, and these people love it and they worship it as modern art, it's a testament to our time. The millennials will love this for generations to come. People will look back fondly. It's a timeless piece. I, would I, what if I got, you know, what if I didn't like it? You know, I'm not saying I sold it to the museum. I'm just saying that they, they offered to keep it safe for me. But what if I said I don't want it anymore? What if I said it's embarrassing or it reminds me of a very painful memory? Do I have a right to destroy my art? Or because so much public opinion has now liked it and enshrined it, is it no longer mine? Touchy stuff. That's a tough topic. You know, but let's turn it around a little bit. You know, do the majority then deserve that art? It's a gift to humankind. So if the creator no longer sees its value or doesn't want it around, should it be in the best interest of the art to be preserved and taken away from the creator, especially if the creator's intent is to harm it? I mean, I guess that's the devil's advocate side where it's like, are there some instances where that would be the case? I, I don't know. Maybe that's a different talk for a different day. I would love to hear your thoughts. I'm open to it. I love it. I love it. You can, again, you can email me at Russ Rants with a Z, uh, real, Russ Rants Real. Uh, R-E-A-L, so russrantsreal at gmail.com. Email me some thoughts. You can also comment on Instagram. You can comment on Twitter, russrants1 on Twitter, russrants on Instagram. But, you know, there's different sides to this. But on mine, again, I, I feel like if this is something that would never have existed without me, and now the majority feels like they own it, I disagree with that. I do. But what if it's a gift and now you're destroying it and taking it away? It still never would have been here. You got to enjoy it for a time. But I still own it. And I'm taking it away. Now, I'm open-minded. You know, if you say, Russ, you haven't thought about this through enough. You know, you're just saying these words. You got this blatant, blunt opinion. But have you ever thought about this? I'm open to that. That's what the Restaurants Podcast is all about. It's about a discussion. It's about, you know, sitting at the table and saying, well, what about this? And what about this? And not getting emotional. Like, I, I'm getting passionate right now, but not taking it personally. That's dangerous. Discussion and conversation is adding value to the pool of conversation. When you get negative and hot-headed and you start name-calling, hitting below the belt, accusing, you know, you're taking away from the pool of conversation. It's it's not it's not valuable. So, anyways, that's just you know a side caveat or a side segue there. But 
yeah, it just with the whole thing, it just it just struck my interest. And I, I, I appreciate my friend Josh being passionate about it and even being outspoken on Facebook. Tough luck, he says. Not everyone gets to have their perfect TV show. How entitled do you have to be to feel like you deserve? Keyword, deserve. Feel like you deserve to have shows, books, and movies catered to you. Feel free. I like this. Now, this I agree with. Okay, I want maybe I'll finish my restaurant slot with this. I think this is really cool. He doesn't just rag on people that are criticizing it or that are having the short-sighted, uh, you know, opinion and just ragging on it and not doing the work. I like how he can give people. I love how he gives people the choice to empower people. I think that's so cool. Giving them the choice to be like, no, like. If you don't like it, do your own. I am. I think that's perfectly legit. It's coming from a viable source. This dude has worked his way um, to his career as books editor of Rogue's Portal. But he says, feel free to write your own fanfic and make your own stories. It's art, and the viewer shouldn't tell the creator how to do it. I like this part, too. It's art, and the viewer shouldn't tell the creator how to do it. Otherwise, you get something worse. And that's, I think that's all aspects in life, you guys. I, I really do. I think that if, if you have a burden, if you have something inside you that says, I could do this, this is something I'm passionate about, I want to make this into something, I, I think you should go for it, and I think you should protect your product. Now, don't become hard-headed and closed to some ideas. I do think that some people, like Rhett and Link, I'm reading their Book of Mythicality right now, very good book. I think it's very funny. Definitely on the lighter side. You know, if you want my opinion, if you've been thinking about buying Rhett and Link's Book of Mythicality, um, it's more like a very lighthearted way of telling you to live your life adventurously, take risks, team up with someone, laugh. Like, it's really good, but it's not a very deep book. Okay, it's like it's like drinking caffeine and eating Skittles at the same time. It's a very sweet book. Okay, I can only do it in doses, to be honest with you. Um, but they're, they, you know, they talk about in their book about how they're, they've always been better together, how they always play off of each other's ideas, they make each other laugh, and when the times were tough, they were able to support each other. That's collaboration because Rhett and Link and Good Mythical Morning is their show on YouTube. It's one of the most popular shows on YouTube. They've made an empire out of mythical entertainment. It's phenomenal. It's a very cool story. If you ever want to listen to it, if you ever, if you're not even interested in the show, very cool how two civil engineers from Boys Creek, North Carolina, built a multi-millionaire, uh, multi-million dollar empire on YouTube is insane. It's phenomenal. But that would never have happened if they both didn't work together. I think that that's, I'm not putting this into a box. I'm not, I'm really not trying to put this into a corner and saying this is the way it has to be. There's collaboration. It's important. Being open-minded to input from others is important. Letting people empower you to see your dream fulfilled and them adding value, keyword value. They're not entitled. They feel like that their burden is with your product as well. That's huge. I think it's essential in a lot of cases. But protecting the core of your creation that will always be attacked. Always. I actually do look forward to the day where I can say, guys, I've fought the good fight with my content. And I've had to ask the hard questions of what I really want. I'll close with maybe with this thought. Some heroes of mine just announced this week, actually, uh, or maybe the, the end of last week, um, that they are disbanding for now. They're not breaking up. They're, they're still friends. They still have the platform if they ever want to jump on board, track, you know, chase down another viral thing. Um, I believe it's been two years that they've invested in this. Uh, but Justin and Greg, the Justin and Greg show, um, has stopped for now. 
And I, I still like to think that I'm a friend of, uh, of Justin Rivas. Um, we go way back. We, we barely talk, but he's always been open to uh, commenting on my, um, you know, if my any questions, if I bug him about gear, if I bug him about content, advice. He's always answered. I'm going to say that, you know, Justin, shout out to you as well, my friend. Uh, thank you for being there. But they have been an inspiration. Uh, I also watched Justin Rivas' vlogs before the Justin and Greg show. Uh, huge respect for him as a creator. And they just came to the consensus that doing the things they loved weren't profitable. At least not right now. They weren't able to get the sponsorships. They weren't able to get the monetization. Because sometimes it also took the joy out of chasing the things that they wanted to bring to the public. The, the, the content that they wanted to produce. And they, they chose that they needed to, you know, focus on their jobs and, and pay the bills. They both have families, kids, wives. And that's a tough decision. But they came to that decision together that they didn't want to sacrifice the content. They didn't want to sacrifice the integrity of what they started this partnership together for just for the sake of money. Now, if you're flexible on your goals and your cores and you're like, this is kind of where we wanted to get to, to ask these hard questions and be like, is it okay if we kind of degrade our content for a little bit and make some bills? I guess that's up to you. In the eye of the beholder, I guess it's said, which is a dangerous thing in itself. But, you know, in the eye of the beholder, it's, it's, it's your creation. You can choose to monetize it, and maybe it's a little bit less fulfilling. That is totally your right. It, again, is your creation. But major hats off to the Justin and Greg show. Justin and Greg, they, they have gone viral several times. Mac the Moose. No one would talk about Mac the Moose and Moose Jaw. If you haven't heard about it, Google it. It'll be all over the internet. Just type Mac the Moose and you'll see. It was a battle with Norway that resulted in Norway tourism. Norway writing a song and actually mentioning Justin and Greg. Um, you know, they got the premiere of Saskatchewan to casually adopt the Saskatchewan Vegas Golden Knights. That was the newest NHL team was the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Like, so cool. And again, if, if people were pushing them in the background to do different things... Totally their right to disband. They pushed out content that brought value. We, we got to go along the journey for two years. They have tons of fans on Twitter still from Vegas. Thankful for Saskatchewan. Thank you. Thankful for Justin and Greg. That's value. I don't care what your belief system is, your faith journey, your religious ideology. That's, that's the universe. That, makes, that satisfies the universe. That's so cool. It's, it's the nature of things. You know, they brought content to your life. We should be thankful. We shouldn't be bitter. We shouldn't be even, it's okay to be sad. Yeah, it's, you know, you're saying goodbye to a great product. But at the same time, you can't get disappointed. That would be like us starting a petition and saying, no, Justin and Greg has to continue. Let's get some signatures. That's the opposite response. It should be respect of art, not control of it. Man, I'm really ranting today. I actually, guys, I sat down here and I didn't think that I would have a lot of talk to talk about. It's just been tossing in the back of my mind. I'm like, I don't know if I got a lot to say, but here I am. Russ Rants, talking about this, but what are your thoughts? I always try to close with giving you guys the opportunity to talk to me. I always want to give the opportunity. I don't, this, as much fun as it is for me to be like, people listen to me talking to them for 30 minutes plus. It's fantastic. It feeds my ego. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's fun. But I, again, I want to add value. That's what brings me the satisfaction. You guys not, I don't want ear service or lip service either. Ear service, well, I guess it's the same thing. But I, I don't want just compliments, okay? Criticism is fine, just be nice. Tell me your honest opinion. 
It's your opinion, and I, I appreciate it. As long as you understand that as well, I, it is also my right to receive your criticism and do with it as I please with my creation. Okay, But I'm open-minded. I'm always wanting the show to be better. But that's why I always try to turn it back around and say, what do you think? It doesn't have to be about a TV show. It doesn't even have to be about media. It has to be about something you like. Maybe you're producing music on the side, or maybe you started a, a, a book club. Maybe you have a hobby, and that hobby is slowly turning into more of a job or responsibility, or you've bitten off more than you can chew with a circle of friends that you share something in common with, and something that was so innocent and that you loved is now turning into something that's an obligation. It's draining your life. Or maybe it's the opposite. Something you didn't think was going to be more has blew up into something and now you're asking the hard questions what do i really want like justin and greg i'm going to give one last shout out because again it is my podcast and i can choose to do so and i i just love throwing out praise where praise is due the everyday kitchen in regina saskatchewan you think i'm biased towards regina they're just a lot of my good friends that are killing it on social media right now and in their personal businesses the everyday kitchen look it up if you're ever passing through uh regina for uh, a, a few days at a time she often does uh her name is katie schmelinski good friend of mine is running just a phenomenal baking business she is lights out she is awesome you can find her on instagram as well the everyday kitchen spelt out it sounds she's phenomenal she just delivers such great content it's not just about baking because obviously i can't enjoy the goods being in calgary alberta but she per she posts personal stories personal testimonies she she you know tells about her every day with her husband mark and their two kids uh micah and aiden they're such she's just an amazing person and she's worked so hard but again now she has to ask the questions it's gotten big bigger She's got a legitimate business, and it's continuing to gain. I believe she has 5,000 followers on Instagram right now. Plus, she just celebrated that. So cool. So proud of her. It's amazing. The Everyday Kitchen, again, on Instagram. Look her up, Katie Schmelinski. But again, that's a situation maybe where she's like, what do I actually want to do with this now where it's becoming like viable? Like this is, this is an income. This is a business. This isn't just a hobby anymore where I can take this away. Are there other people, other people that might want to partner with her? Has she had to say no to partnerships? Has she had to say no to sponsorships? You know, we don't know. But those are hard questions that you'll have to ask because now something is blossomed and it's your creation. Ask those hard questions. That's crazy. But yeah, you know, I just, it just, again, the whimsical thoughts of, of the restaurants podcast is Game of Thrones. Don't watch it. But it's interesting, isn't it? Over a million people said we have the audacity to sign something to say we are so displeased with what professional writers and George R.R. R. Martin have come up with. We demand a satisfactory ending. Life is not always satisfactory. It will not always give you the ending you want. Life is life. You got to make do with what you got. You know that whole saying about lemonade and lemons? It's true. So your creation might always be perfect. You might have severe disappointment or anger right now because something that you have taken pride in creating, is, it's floundered. You own that failure too, though. Again, it brought value to you for a bit, and if it's just floundering now, look for a new creation maybe. It's not the end of the world. You're still valuable. you still got stuff to give. Maybe there's a new passion or a new hobby out there, or maybe you just got to take a different spin at it. Thomas Edison was famous for saying when people said, you know, why do you keep trying to make the light? Why do you keep trying to make the, the incandescent light bulb? Why, why? You failed over a thousand times. He's like, no, I haven't failed a thousand times. I've just found a thousand ways to not do an incandescent light bulb. 
thousand, a thousand ways. I just got to look for a thousand and one. Got to find that one solution. Got to love that guy's perseverance. Maybe that's a rant for another day, but, and if I said that, I'm paraphrasing Thomas Edison hundred percent. Okay. We've all heard the story, but if I've gotten the saying wrong, or I'm even saying incandescent light bulb wrong, that's cool. But the, the point is look for a different perspective for those that feel like they failed their dreams. I do not think it is the case. The best is yet to come for you. I don't have an outro saying. I am actually open to suggestions, by the way. If you feel like there's a catchphrase that I've said or that I should say for the intro and there's something I should say as an outro, cool. Let's put a brand on this bad boy. I'm open with some of my my creation. Help me out here. So again, RussRantsReal at gmail.com. RussRants1 on Twitter and RussRants on Instagram. My overly rushed outro, you will hear that very faintly because I haven't fixed the audio yet. So sue me. It's a hobby but I will try to fix it later on. I appreciate and love you guys all very much. Would love to hear your voices. Thank you for always tuning in to the Restaurants Podcast. Feel free to support and subscribe wherever major podcast platforms exist. There's a lot of them. I'm on most of them. It's fantastic. Just look up Restaurants Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great week. Let's crush it together. We will talk to you later. Thank you so very much for joining me on this latest episode. You can find me on every major podcast platform out there, like Apple, Google, and Spotify Podcasts. You also can hit the subscribe button to support. Find me on Twitter at R-U-S-S-R-A-N-T-Z number one, or on Instagram at just simply Russ Rants. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time.